Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on Magic Mike. Now, today in the virtual studio, we have Takatoshi Shibayama. Welcome to my show, Taka. Thank you so much for having me on, on your show. I'm very excited to be here. Taka, you're the host of Future Design Podcast. Could you tell us more about your show? Yes, it's very hard as an elevator pitch because I have to go into so much more details to explain it. Mm. I have a lot of people saying, oh, you cover so many different topics and you know, you have, <laughs> you're very multiverse. But in, in essence, my podcast is not so much around different topics. It actually has a fundamental arching theme across all the episodes, which is about how to be a better person, how to be more ethical, how to be more spiritual, how, how to be more philosophical and approach mm. in your life, how to build businesses, how to build technologies. And I find that very important now, especially now, because we are bombarded with so many different types of technologies and business models. And we are still living in this environment where capitalism is extremely strong neoliberalism is still kind of going through the whole uh, economics th uh, theories, so to say. Mm -hmm. And we're always told that we have to succeed financially in business and making you know, a better life economically. But I always wonder, is that the purpose of our life? Because that is what the governments want you to think. Maybe that's what society or businesses want you to think. But I think we have a better purpose in life. And with mm -hmm. those renewed ideas about what is your purpose in life, I think we can create better businesses. I think we can create better technologies to suit that value rather than the mm -hmm. pursuit of self-interest, the pursuit of profit. I am not trying to be a socialist here. I am not by any <laughs> means a communist or socialist. I believe mm -hmm. in capitalism as it is, but I think that fundamentally the society needs to be a little bit recreated so that it doesn't, it's not just about capitalism in our life, right? We're, mm -hmm. We are not economic animals by design. You know, we are here to enjoy experience life as a journey. And it's not about mm -hmm. pursuing uh, some materialistic, you know, made up concept by human beings and we're put onto this earth. So that's why I want to talk to people who are business people, people who are building businesses because I'm in that space and mm -hmm. reach out to them and say, you know, we are building these technologies and very exciting and all that. We understand that, but technology is tasteless. It's, it has no agenda. We mm -hmm. humans have the agenda, right? And if we can drive technology and businesses in the right direction, we can have a very wonderful society where people are very happy and it suits our values. Whereas if we're driving for profit first, self-interest, what kind of technologies or businesses are they going to be? So I just wanted to really talk about that in, in depth. And that's the overarching topics or themes of my podcast. Interesting. Very interesting. Now, when I saw your podcast, when I listened to it, you know, there was a very distinct or very unique um, show format that I saw. You have this format called um, Intera and Extera format um, shows. Could you tell us more about that? Sure. So I think that because I'm interviewing many different people from different angles, I wanted to kind of separate that a little bit so that the audiences have a better understanding where I'm coming from. So the inter mm. is the core of what I want to talk about. Again, to be a better person, be more spiritual, you know, have find purpose in life. 
And then I want to, on my Xterra series, showcase people that have or share the same values that are building businesses, building technologies for the betterment of human society, sentient beings and the planet. Because podcasts can take different forms, different show formats. And this is this is interesting. This is just interesting. Now, Taka, you know, to start off your podcast, one needs a sort of a decent microphone, a decent setup. May I know what you used as your first setup and what is your current setup for your show? Sure. The first setup, when I started the Future Design podcast, I started in a studio back mm. before COVID started. This was in June 2019. So I didn't have to mm-hmm. worry too much about the 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 um the instruments that I was using because it was all given by the studio they had really great equipment i failed to kind of remember what the, exactly what those uh, equipments were but mm-hmm. after covid when we were, have to regress into our homes and continue on the podcast i had to really learn quick what equipments i really needed because i had absolutely no clue all i had was an mm-hmm. idea in mind what kind of podcast i wanted to do but I never really gave two seconds about equipment. So I had to do a lot of research on what to get. So initially, I just got a USB microphone, uh, Razer uh, microphone mm-hmm. that people use for gaming. And I think that kind of served quite well in, in, a, in the beginning. And I think it still is. I think a lot of the USB microphones nowadays have very good quality. So when I listened to my previous recordings, obviously, the editing was horrible. But the mm-hmm. microphone quality didn't seem to be a huge drag to the quality overall. Now, mm-hmm. as I learned more about what equipments people are using, I thought maybe I'll spend a little bit more to figure out if I can improve the quality of the, the audio. So I bought a, um, a Yamaha AG-03, which is probably the one of the cheapest on the line for a mixer, and mm-hmm. I still use mm-hmm. it to, th- to this day. I still have to figure out a little bit more about the functionalities because I think this was designed for music. You know, you have a lot mm-hmm. of these kind of gadgets and knobs and everything for guitars and keyboards and et cetera on it, but it's, it kind of serves its purpose uh, as of now. And, and then I bought a different microphone and I didn't really understand the difference between a, a dynamic microphone and a condenser microphone. So mm-hmm. I should have looked it up a little bit more, but I said that the condenser microphone gives it more warmth to the sound. So I thought maybe I'll give that mm-hmm. a try. So I bought this. Sorry, I'm just going to grab it and, and look at the, uh, the the brand on it. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's an Audio-Technica. Uh, AT2020? AT2020, yes, that's correct. And what I've discovered through this is that it picks up everything in my room, including the yeah. air con and, and all the ruffles and, and things around me, my, my surroundings, even yeah because i'm not in a studio i can't have this soundproof um quality exactly i tried that for a bit didn't really like it in the end i thought it was good for music Mm -hmm. but not not anything else so i changed Mm -hmm. to the rode uh pod mic which i Mm -hmm. found it to be has a very rich voice to it actually and has that depth to it as well so i quite like this microphone at the moment Mm -hmm. and as for the camera um i use a logitech um camera um Mm -hmm. and uh, for now, I think it serves its purpose as well because right now I use Riverside.fm, and ah, okay. the the uh, the visual quality is so much better than my existing camera. Uh, 
and mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. supposedly shoots in 4K. I don't know how they do that with a camera that doesn't provide 4K quality in the beginning, mm-hmm. but uh, I find that to be really good. In terms of the audio, I do rely quite a lot on Riverside.fm. However, I do take uh, separately on Audacity as well to make sure mm-hmm. that you know, if the audio quality is not that great on Riverside, I can still have a backup to use the mm-hmm. Audacity. So those are the I mean, of... your... sorry, you were saying. No, go ahead. No, 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 you were saying. It's okay. Yeah, so I, I find still the, oh, sorry. So in, in terms of the editing, so mm-hmm. I, I had no idea how to edit videos. I had no idea how to edit audio going mm-hmm. into COVID as well. So I had spent numerous hours watching YouTube, figuring out which software I should uh, buy. And my podcasts are video and audio. So I needed something that was more than Audacity. So I, I downloaded th- this um, software called uh, DaVinci Resolve. And I quite oh, okay. like it. Okay. So initially, yeah. I, I struggled to kind of understand how to do it. But over time, I really started mm-hmm. to get it. Maybe I'm obviously I'm not using its full functionalities. But for mm-hmm. me, it is un- it, it seems like it's good enough to do all the audio mm-hmm. and, and editing. Of course, I need a lot of advice from other people. So I tried to network with sound engineers and people who are doing this by profession to get a mm-hmm. little bit of advice how to do editing better. And if you c- can mm-hmm. see uh, all my episodes from you know COVID time, the start of the beginning of the COVID time to now, I'm sure it has improved quite a lot, but obviously it is not at a level where it's professionally done. Uh, like a lot of mm-hmm. people outsource these uh, things, right? So, so mm-hmm. up until now, I would say, except for the equipment that I've purchased, everything's it has been done for with no money at all. Mm-hmm. But it's been all done by you as a solo man, as yes. a solo show. I have never outsourced incredible. anything. Incredible! This is really incredible because you know you mentioned about dynamics versus condenser mics. To me, in my opinion, I think dynamic mics are the best options for a podcast and a podcaster because it works within a bubble, you see, and it, mm. it sort of like only picks up the noise that um, you make within that bubble. Anything else outside, it wouldn't really get picked up. I mean, the pod mic is really good for that. I use the pod mic. Right now, I'm using the pod mic. It's, it's a brilliant mic and it's cheap. That's the best part. Yes. It's, it's really sure. cheap. Yeah. But with the AT2020s, you were right. You would need like sort of like, uh, you know, paddings and all that. Or else it will just pick up everything around you. Yes. I had, yeah. uh, I didn't want to do the noise reduction on my software. <laughs> it reduces the quality of my voice as well. So mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure out why this is happening. So I had to do a bit more research and I found out, mm-hmm. okay, dynamic is much better. So I'll, I'll go back to the dynamic mic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a lot of trial and error. And yeah. a lot of research goes into that. I mean, I mean, that's the experience podcasters, you know, get through the trial and errors and the mistakes we made. I mean, that's what I think produces a good show. And you mentioned that, you know, from COVID time, first day to now, you know, that's like a, a sort of like a journey um, as to how, you know, the podcast has grown, I would say, in terms of, you know, the quality, in terms of the editing quality as well. Um I think I think that's just just a journey to me, Taka. That's really a good journey, especially especially if you're using like you know um, from Audacity to DaVinci Resolve because Audacity is like the basic. It's like step one, but DaVinci Resolve involves a lot more processing and all that. So it's quite cool, uh, you know, how you took it from the um, from step one to the next step. 
Yeah, for sure. Taka, may I know what platform do you host your podcast on? Yes. So the video obviously goes into YouTube. The mm-hmm. audio goes into Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout, got it. Any reason why you chose Buzzsprout? Not anything in particular. I I think I went mm. through Reddit and different formats, and people mm-hmm. were posting different um, uh, platforms, and I didn't really see any difference because everybody was rooting for their own that were you know they were using. So I thought, well, if everybody has different opinions, probably any any one of them must be more or less the same. Uh, so mm-hmm. I just chose Buzzsprout, and up until now, I don't find any any difficulties using it. I think it's very easy to use, and it also mm-hmm. gives you the stats and everything to keep track of your audience and uh, the engagements and everything else. And it, it connects to obviously all the platforms that it's necessary. So, now yeah, I actually mm-hmm. I love to be educated on what what's better than what I have right now. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, and. What? So you know, you mentioned that you use Riverside.fm. You know, that's relatively a new app, and and recently they just released an iOS app after raising nine point five million. That I think is incredible. What apps do you use other than Riverside.fm? Or you know, how how do you even discover Riverside.fm? I think it was because on social media I post my mm. podcast, so it, the algos obviously picks up various podcast companies or or equipments that they that there are uh, um, advertised and i think i just kind of came across riverside.fm and, and, mm-hmm. and i listened to the ad usually i never do but i listened to it and it said whoa okay they shoot in 4k quality the sound sounds awesome mm-hmm. looks like it's easy to use so i'll try that you know, because before I was using Zoom and I hated using Zoom because the audio <laughs> quality yeah. was horrible, the, yeah. the visual quality was horrible, and I thought there has to be something better than this. And I don't have yeah. a professional camera to do it by myself. I know some podcasters have their own professional mics and shoot themselves from different angles while they interview somebody overseas through zoom but i just didn't have the equipment either so i i thought riverside w- would be completely good for me Mm-mm. and do you use any other apps like um other than riverside.fm no not really so uh gotcha. yeah so you know a lot of people had asked me to join in on clubhouse many times mm. i'll talk about cryptocurrencies or nfts and etc so i have used that but for me, the audio quality is not great, obviously, because it's on iPhone and you can't record it. So you're kind of posting out free content, which you can't use for in my own purpose, right? So I mm-hmm. have, you know, as, as a kind of gesture of friendship, I've joined in on many of these occasions, but I haven't really used it for my own podcast. Gotcha. And... Takai, how do you promote your shows? Yeah, that's the most difficult part about podcasting, right? You can work yeah. on content. You can work on many different ways to improve the quality of your podcast. But if it doesn't reach the masses, there's no really, well, I wouldn't say there's no point because you're educating yourself through, you know, lively conversations that you have with your guests, but you do want to share it with the world. So I have always just done 
uh, clips of like two minute, three minute clips of my mm -hmm. episodes, and I spread it across a couple of days on that week that I'm publishing because I publish every Monday, and that has, to be honest, hasn't worked that well. Yeah, this is this okay. is a difficulty. It's about you know using social media because everybody's kind of doing the same thing, and a lot of people listen to a particular guest. And they just kind of move on to you know whatever they're listening to on a normal basis. So it's hard to convert them into uh, in, you know a recurring audience, right? And th mm -hmm. that's that's always been my my difficulty. How do I make them a frequent listener to my podcast instead of just people just chasing after the guests that are on my show? Do you use LinkedIn for this? Mostly LinkedIn because I think that the audience that I'm trying to reach out to are business people, right? And mm -hmm. as I said in the beginning, I want people to kind of reboot their their values so that they can make better businesses and technologies. And I think LinkedIn is the best place to do that. Gotcha. And what are the challenges as a podcaster, Taka? I think it's kind of just the marketing part. Uh, I don't have any problems reaching mm -hmm. out to quality guests. Uh, I don't have any problems with my equipments at the moment. Um, I'm mm -hmm. learning how to do, uh, you know, editing and all these things. So I think the most important part is just trying to get market um, appreciation for what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Now, if there's this app or tool, then this magical app or tool, that solves any of your challenges as a podcaster, or even the challenge that you mentioned, what would that look like? That's a, that's a billion dollar question, isn't it? <laughs> yes. You'll beat all the uh, podcast apps out there. So yeah, I guess in, in a imaginary idealistic world, then, you know, the, mm -hmm. the qual the sound quality is perfect or it auto mm -hmm. edits for you. The visuals are always in 4k, and mm -hmm. the, it has a social media or SEO element to it so that it maximizes uh, the, the way that you, you can mar market. You know, you can find people who actually are interested in your topic. It's very difficult for me to find people who are thinking about ethical, systematic thinking uh, in, in, mm -hmm. in the business world, just randomly posting it out on social media like LinkedIn. You know, you, you might have network people in your network that or you know business network that you know but not everybody is interested in my topic so how do i reach out to the best uh, audiences uh, that that's mm -hmm. that's always the challenge so i wish that there is a, a really good seo functionality built in to the uh, mm. posting app gotcha taka if there's this i know now you're 84 episodes into your podcast you know, 84 episodes in, I, I, I mean, you would have learned a lot. What would you have told the Taka um, that was starting it on day one after going through 84 episodes? Good question. There was a lot of struggle in un trying to understand a lot of the things that I was trying to learn about podcasting, mm -hmm. whether it be through how to do a good interview, how do I educate myself before interviewing a guest how do i get my equipments right you know what are the best apps out there in reality i wish i had that in the beginning 
But I think mm-hmm. there's, there's no way to prepare for that, especially the uh, the situation that I have to do, move my epi- you know my my podcast recording into my house. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything that I could have prepared myself other than the fact that uh, learn a, li- a little bit more about the editing side, the equipment side of things. But mm-hmm. all this kind of, you know, being forced to do all these things made me, I think, a better podcaster as well. And I really enjoyed this journey of learning new things because I never thought I'll, I'll be doing it. So if I told myself in the beginning that, hey, you should think about doing it at home, I'm not really sure that would have resonated to me because you need this kind of external force to be upon you to take yourself in a different direction and uh, experience a different journey. And mm-hmm. and I I say this in all my episodes, but you know if you have all the results in the beginning, it, you don't you can't enjoy the journey. I really enjoyed this mm-hmm. journey about learning things. So even if I kind of saw myself, you know, year and a half before you know starting out. I wouldn't have probably given this advice because I wanted myself to kind of have this journey and, and learn about different things because, mm, you know, mm. it, this was really fun up until now. Wonderful. Taka, this has been an amazing 20 minutes into the show. You know, it's been quite interesting in how you sort of like take through your journey and you know, talk through your podcast, even, even the format, the apps that you use and, the, the thoughts you shared today, I think it will be great beneficiary for anyone who wants to start a podcast and people who want to refine their podcast process in that sense. As a final question, as a wrap-up question, I ask this to all the podcasters who come on the show. What did you have for breakfast this morning? <laughs> I usually have fruit for breakfast, uh, but today was my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I was oh. woken up by my kids and my wife uh, to a birthday cake <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> you know, normally, I would never eat such thing in the morning, but you know, because they were, you know, lighting up the candles and and showing me this beautiful mm-hmm. cake, I had to dig into it. So yes, that it, that was my birthday. Uh, ber- sorry, wishing my you ber- uh, my breakfast. Sorry. Wishing you a great and a joyful birthday today, Taka. It's it's been really. An honor. It's been it's been great to have you on my show, Taka. I hope you had a good time. I hope the listeners had a great insightful listen. And thank you. Thank you for coming on, Taka. Thank you so much for your wonderful questions and made me kind of relive my journey in podcasting. Thank you so much. <laughs>